Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. LINGOKIDS! Do you have a favorite breed of dog? Guess which dog is the most popular breed in the world? Stay tuned to find out later in the episode. Do you love canines that can high-five or roll over? If you've dreamed of being a dog trainer, you won't want to miss this episode. We'll meet Jerry Sheriff, otherwise known as Sailor Jerry, the dog trainer of Tulsa Pack Athletics, world's largest virtual pet dog training network. Hey, kids at home, thank you for sending us your ideas for our next season. We got them all. Some of you want to learn about builders, garbage collectors, real estate agents, and more. Please keep sending them to podcast at lingokids.com. Ask a grown-up for help. Now, to the dog training. What do you know about being a dog trainer? Your pockets are full of dog treats. You get to pet lots of doggies. Let's find out more. And welcome to Growing Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. Are you ready to make dog training your superpower? Yay! Growing up, growing up. Today, we're attending special classes for dogs and their owners. We'll see how people teach their forever friends how to obey, do tricks, and strut their stuff. Where should we start? Puppies! Great idea. Most people want a puppy. They're so doggone adorable and a lot of work. These owners are learning what to do so their puppies are well-behaved. Do you know why they call it a litter of puppies? Because they can mess up the whole house. (laughs) Actually, litter comes from the French word litière. It means heap or bed. Dogs have their babies all in one birth, so we call the group a litter. Which puppy is your favorite? The Dalmatian. I love the spots. Fun fact, Dalmatians are born completely white. At about two weeks old, they start getting spots and continue for up to a year. What did the Dalmatian say as he woofed down a big bowl of food? What? Ah, that hits the spot. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, puppy puddle over here. (laughs) It's bound to happen. That dachshund's like a human baby. She has to be taught where to go to the bathroom. Notice, the trainer did not scold her. Punishment doesn't tell a dog what they're supposed to do. So see, the owner placed the dachshund on a pee pad in her crate. Now she's getting pets praise and a treat. In no time, she'll learn to use a pad if she's home alone. Trainers can help a dog owner learn how to read their dog to understand how they're feeling based on their body language. I was told to always ask before I pet a dog I don't know. That's sound advice. Dr. Lazarus, the vet, shared some ways to read a dog. 
One of the most important things is if you see someone walking their dog, maybe ask them, hello, can I pet your dog? Is he friendly? One of the other things you can look out for is the way that they're looking at you. Are their ears nice and normally upright or are their ears low or back? And that can mean maybe that they're a bit scared of you. Sometimes they might lift their lips and they go like this to show their teeth. And that means that they're trying to be aggressive, but they're not going to necessarily bite you, but they're saying, don't come near me, I'm afraid. If you do come near me, maybe I will bite. Oh, the owners and pups are headed outside. Exploring the bigger world helps dogs feel less afraid, and that makes them friendlier. Let's check out the training next door. Whoa, an obstacle course. Hot diggity dog. Welcome to Agility Camp. It's like a playground for dogs. Some breeds need a lot of mental and physical exercise. Owners train their peppy poodles and hyper hounds to complete an obstacle course as quickly as possible. That Australian Shepherd looks like he's ready to go. Yeah, but he has to wait for his owner's signal. It's part of the training. Guess what? Australian Shepherds are not from Australia. And the 19th century, California breeders mixed shepherd dogs from the Pyrenees Mountains, an area between France and Spain, with collies to create these gorgeous, highly intelligent working dogs. Dogs work? Many do. For centuries, different breeds have helped us hunt, herd farm animals, and even travel across the snow. Some are great service dogs for the blind. Others use their keen sense of smell to sniff out bombs and track missing persons. They're truly man's best friend. <gasps> That's the signal. Showtime! Go, dog, go! He zips through that tunnel in a flash. He zigzags through cones without hitting them. Whoa! He just jumped through that tire. The digital timer says he completed the course in 20 seconds. Amazing. Look at his tail wag. He knows he did a great job. He can tell by his owner's expression and tone of voice. And the treats, of course. I don't have a dog, but I might get one for my birthday. That reminds me. We asked a question at the start of the show. Do you know what the most popular breed of dog is in the world? A chihuahua. They're from Mexico. Good guess. Here's a clue. Some say they're so ugly, they're cute. A bulldog. Yep. According to Google Trends, the bulldog was the most popular dog. I guess people love all that slobber and snorting. Maybe a trainer can help my family find the right dog. That's true. Trainers know a lot about the different types of dogs and their personalities. Maybe we can talk with that trainer. The class is over. I heard her name. It's Jerry Sheriff. Good thinking. Let's hightail it over and meet a real trainer. Hi there, Jerry. I'm with Lingo Kids, and we want to find out what it takes to be a dog trainer. Can we ask some questions? I would love to answer your questions. First of all, how did you get started as a dog trainer? The way that I came into the world of dog training is through, and you might have one for your dog, a veterinarian. I worked for a veterinarian. 
do all the things and give the medicines that are helping get the dogs back and forth, that was my job. And I decided I wanted to do dog training full time. It is definitely a job that is, it's easy to fall in love with. It is. Dogs can be trained to do so many things, but what are three things all dog trainers need to be successful? I would say that the first thing that you need to be successful is to be excited about learning about dogs. The second thing I would say you need a little bit of patience, right? Because sometimes we want things to happen instantly. And in dog training, it helps us learn that some of the best things that we can get don't happen instantly. And if we show up every day and have a little bit of patience, we'll have success. And the third thing I would say, and this is the most important thing, if it matters to you and if you like dogs and that's what you want to do, that's the most important thing that there is. It doesn't matter what other people say. It matters that that's something that you love and that you're interested in. Love it. Jerry, our Lingo Kids listeners have some questions of their own. If dogs could only learn three things, what are the three most important things for them to learn? I would say the first thing would be to come when called. That's a big deal. Because that could be a safety thing, right? Like, oh my gosh, my dog's in danger and I need them to come to me. That's a big, big, big thing. For the most part, teaching good manners inside the house is going to be really helpful too. So the recall, the good manners, not rushing up the stairs and knocking someone down, not rushing through doorways, not taking bread off the counter, you know, things like that. So that's going to be really helpful. And then the third thing, because we all want to get out in the world with our dogs, is the ability to walk your dog on a leash safely and without them pulling on it. Jerry, there are so many different dogs. How do I find the perfect dog for myself? What I want to see people be a little bit more careful about, and we can help our moms and dads with this, is making sure that we get a dog that fits our family. So if our family is really active and likes to be outside and likes to run and play and do things, an Australian Shepherd or something like that is great. But if your family, maybe your family doesn't like that. Maybe you guys are gamers and you like to be inside and you're hanging out inside a lot. You're going to want to look for a dog that's a little more low activity. That's cool advice. Is it possible to make a mean dog nice? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, first we have to figure out what is a mean dog? I know that sometimes I can be mean and sometimes I say things that I don't mean and things that I don't do. And a lot of the times when I do that, it's because I'm hurt inside or I'm sad or I'm afraid or I'm lonely. And then I start doing things that don't make any sense that might hurt other people So instead of thinking, can we make a mean dog nice? If we look at it like this, can we help a dog we think is mean? Can we figure out if they're hurting and how, and then we can help them get better, right? Wow, I've never seen it that way. Thank you, Jerry. 
Are rescued dogs harder to train? I think if you were to compare it to something, it would be like if you tried to learn Spanish, just growing up, you just had it integrated into your household as a second language, or, you know, maybe that's your first language and English is your second, versus trying to learn it at 15 or 16. It's not that you can't. It's that your experience will be different. So it will, it will feel and seem much harder. There'll be things that you don't maybe have to deal with, like potty training. So maybe that dog already knows how to go outside to go to the bathroom. That doesn't mean that there's not great rescue dogs out there. It just means that we can't argue that it's easier to learn Spanish when you're two than when you're 30. What about when a baby is born in the family? How do dogs react to this? We had an old cat, Lourdes, when my little sis was born, but the cat didn't seem to care. So you cannot predict what any individual dog will do without some kind of exposure to the sounds, smells, and sights of a baby. We have so many moms that are clients. People are specifically coming for training because they have a baby on the way. And they're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? The best thing is start in with playing the sounds that a baby makes on your phone, on YouTube. Start with getting the carrier and putting it in the room with the phone in it, with the crying baby sound, with the blanket over it. And we're feeding our dog during that time. So there's ways you can prepare your dog for a new baby. And there's ways you can help your dog about how it feels about that new baby. Because babies smell weird, you know? <laughs> they make weird sounds that, you, you know, they may have never seen or heard that before. Wow. Jerry, with so many dog owners, you must be really busy. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Jerry. <laughs> what would you say kids can do now while they're still growing up to become a dog trainer? What you can do now is one going to be one of the most important things that you ever do. And that's to start with your own dog in your own home. Second thing, working with them. How can you, even at the age you are, include yourself in helping your dog learn? I think um, the other thing that you could do is make sure that when you're at other people's houses, that you're using those same things with their dogs, that you're respecting their space, that you're asking to pet before they can be pet, that you're making sure that you know, what are the rules for this dog so that I can play with them or interact with them? And if the answer is no, then the answer is no. So if you can't play with a dog right now, that's okay. There'll be another dog some other time. Maybe I can ask my neighbor to spend some time with theirs. Ah, great thinking, my friend. Okay, Jerry, thanks so much for chatting with us today. I'm as happy as a two-tailed terrier. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Growing Up Podcast. Even if you never plan to be a dog trainer, you can teach a dog, even an old one, a new trick. Tune in next time when we meet a real architect. And to live a full interactive learning adventure, check out our Lingo Kids app with tons of games and activities for endless fun. It's so fun to learn what you can be growing up.
growing up. So come and join us, come everyone, so we can learn while having lots of fun. Cause it's so fun to learn what you can be. Yes, it's so fun to learn what you can be. Growing up, growing up, growing up.